In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. It's time for Barreled Up by Ball Cap Sports. Here's your, here's your, here's your host, Jim White. So let's, so let's go back to when you were, you've done three World Series, correct? Right. Okay. So when you get that call to do that, um, from an umpire's perspective, you know, I, we focus so much on the players and the teams, but, you know, I'm watching these games and I'm watching these close calls. I'm watching the, the great calls. And, and I, what was that feeling like when you first got that first World Series call? The first World Series I had in 99 was the Yankees and the Braves, and it was my first call to do a World Series, so naturally my first apprehension was, okay, I'm glad I got it, but now what do I do? (laughs) Because you, I've never witnessed something like that. I mean, I had done the playoffs that, that year, I did the divisional series, uh, but to get the call to do the World Series was a totally different phone call. And at that time, though, when I first started, it was a rotation basis. Mm-hmm. So um, you could expect to get a World Series in a certain amount of time uh, only by contract. Now, um, and right after that, as a matter of fact, they changed it to the merit system. And that next phone call for the World Series was even a little bit more special because it meant that because of the merit system, I was selected because of my work. Mm. And so uh, it, it was even a little bit more pleasure in that regard. And But once again, the heart starts pumping a little faster. <laughs> and, and now you know that, um, you know, after your first round of the playoffs, you're going to be going to either, you know, one of four different cities mm-hmm. because you're watching the uh, LCSs to determine where you're going to go and stuff. And so you watch with a little bit more bated breath a little bit, and um, you can't wait to get there, and you can't wait until your heart comes down because after you walk down the field is when you finally get – you know, the juice is trying to kind of finally slow down a little bit, and you realize what really is going on. So so I would imagine that, you know, of those of those three World Series appearances, you can remember the games you did behind home plate. And, Absolutely. And so uh, how many of them were there in total? Uh, out of the three World Series, I had two play jobs because the first World Series, I was slated for Game 5. And um, I take it back to Game Six, and the Yankees swept the Braves. So I didn't. Even, I got the second base. Now I didn't even get close to the plate. Okay. <laughs> and then the other um, 2001 World Series uh, was that classic um, uh, Yan- uh, Yankees and Diamondbacks. I mean, that was. Oh man. That was uh, that was unbelievable. Man. And, yeah, that was, and then uh, my uh, last World Series was 2013, 
which arguably was, uh, I think, the best performance by a crew of umpires in a World Series. And I'm being, you know, obviously I'm a little bit, you know, <laughs> on our side on this, but that was the last World Series that was done without replay. Wow. And and we had plays all over the place. I mean, that was the one where the game ended at first base on a pickoff. Uh, we had the obstruction, my obstruction call, third base. We had um, just all, a lot of firsts from the umpiring perspective. So, But I can arguably say that it was probably the best performance by a group of umpires. And it was also the last World Series <clears throat> um, that was actually done with uh, six umpires. Okay. Uh, and so, so that meant everybody spun around, and the crew chief would have had to do. Um, it might have went one more year after that. I'm not real sure, but we didn't make it that far anyway. So <laughs> it was, um, but it was definitely the last World Series without replay. Okay. So I want to I want to pick through each of them. The first one, the only question I have is, you know, you're in your first World Series, and that you get the sweep. And is there an element of like, oh man, bummer? <laughs> you know, you know. Yeah. I, yeah. It, it, it's more. It's more the fact is, is that okay? My next one's going to be my first one. Yeah. And yeah, I don't get that experience from the the one I'm in. And um, yeah, it was kind of a bummer type of deal. Uh, and. After the fact, you just kind of go, well, there's not a whole lot I can do about it. I'm not, you know, we didn't do anything to make this happen. Right, so right. you just kind of, you just kind of take it and, and, and you go on. And, um, I was lucky enough to have the World Series two years after that. And I had game five in that one also. That was the Scott Brocious World Series, uh, World, uh, World Series game where Brocious, uh, the the two two pitch into the bleachers in the ninth inning, and we ended up going, I think, fourteen innings. Oh wow! Um, wow! Yeah, that was pretty impressive. I mean, to do to do the home plate for a World Series game is one thing, but do do it for fourteen innings. I mean, first of all, we're never going to see a fourteen inning World Series game ever again. Like as long as these rules are in place, I would imagine. But well, yeah, that, that, that's a pretty good that's a pretty good summary of that. I I kind of agree with that. So so when you're going through that, so this is as you I'm sort of fascinated by this. So just bear with me, just because you're doing a World Series game behind home plate, the home plate I would is the most pressure, and all the eyeballs are on you. Is it right. as you're going through that game? Do you sort of just get into the flow, just like feeling like, okay, you know, it's another game, or is this the element of my senses have to be keener than ever, and 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 the adrenaline's taking you through that 14th inning? How how do you feel in that game? Exactly right. This is not just another game. It's uh, it, it's the World Series, and it is one of those cases where. You can't even look down the road and say, okay, this might end here. You know what I mean? Like we're talking about, um, you know, if they, with the rules that are in place now. Um, this is, all depends on, you know, which team is going to perform and when they're going to perform. And you, as the umpire, especially at home plate, 
you have to you have to umpire the twelfth inning just like the first inning. Mm. And it has to be you have to be totally in tune to your surroundings and everything that's going on and um you have to maintain it. Um and I think one of the most classic ones was the uh, Cubs um uh, Indians can't remember how many innings that went and how many hours it went. Yeah. Ted, but Ted, Ted Barrett had the plate that night, and to this day might be one of the best performances in the World Series by a plate umpire ever. Wow, wow! I know when when you see that, you know I want to get back to to your situation, but when you see Ted do that, is it? Is it just you're watching it and like, wow, he's on his game? Or is that something where you look at it after the fact and you get sort of the measurement of it? Do you just know it that, that he's he's having this sort of perfect game while you're watching it? <laughs> Part of it's a little bit of sympathy for him. Yeah. Because it is, it is nonstop. And, but the beauty of baseball is, is that it's going to explode on you right away. And, you know, pretty much that's what happened. And, you know, that explosion happened, um, I want to say it was what, 18 innings? Yeah. Well, well, the 18, uh, well, I know there was the 18 inning game, uh, 2018, the, the, the Dodgers Red Sox. Yeah. So. This is this is I think this is the longest World Series game ever. Yeah, and it was and it was definitely uh, Cubbies and uh, Cleveland, who are yeah. now the Guardians. Yeah, but uh, no, that's exactly it. It's you know <laughs> my sympathy for Ted <laughs> being where he was at the time he was, but also then it, it is also a a little bit. You know, being really kind of proud of somebody being able to do what he did for as long as he did it, and he did it very, very, very well. Right. So now we go to 2013. Which 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 game did you have the plate for that one? I had the last one, two thousand uh, game six. Okay, game six, the Victorino. Uh, right. Yeah. Yep. 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 And so, but like you said, they were called all over the place in that. And by the way, Jim, I talked to Colton Wong a few weeks ago. And he was very open about being picked off, and he was so good, man. He was, he's like, I was 22 years old, and I thought, you know, for a year, you know, I thought I was going to be labeled with this forever, and it, it, it ended up molding me. I thought it was such a great perspective. But, you know, and when you see a 22-year-old kid get picked off like that, you know, <laughs> I, you know, the umpires well, make you – know, I'll, yeah. I'll, be, I'll be very honest with you. I was in third base when that happened, and – I think I was in third base. I'm not really sure about that one. Uh, but when it did happen, you know, you have a little bit of sympathy there for him on you know, something like that. You don't want to see you don't want to see a game end that way. I mean, whether you know, um, it's something unusual. Even though it goes down in the history books as something being unusual that ended a World Series, the first time a World Series had ever had, a World Series game had ended with a with a pickoff play. Right. And but you also sit there and think to yourself a little bit, man, that sucks when it happens like that. And you know, I, I can actually feel it because I know how that feels actually. So yeah, yeah. Well, so. And you also, like you said, you were you were third with the obstruction play, the middle brooks and right. salt of the Maki throwing it down, and and um, so so it's a very convoluted play, but you guys, but but you nailed it. What do you remember about this sort of the the flurry of 
I mean, because again, it's a flurry, right? There's, there's, you right. said there's no replay. There's, the thing about that now is kind of crazy. There's no replay. There's, right. there's, it's just, you have to nail it and you didn't nail it. So what do you remember about the feelings right. of that? I remember the play going to the plate right away and Dana Jimenez had the plate and the ball going from, uh, Pedor, uh, Pedor, um, Dusty. Yeah, Pe- oh, Pedroia, yeah. Petroya going to the plate to um, Saltamakia and the play and I just thought it was going to end there. So I'm in position. I'm out in. I came out into the off the line in the infield because I know I got a runner coming to third base. <clears throat> when Saltamakia came up throwing, I went, "Wow, this could be." I mean, I'm just kind of you know backtracking, reviewing what I thought at the time is this might be a close play, and the ball was right past us. Yeah. My first instinct is to turn and go to the ball because regular season you're only working four man, but in the World Series you're working six. And John Hirschbeck was behind me, and so I knew right away when I just kind of gave a little side view that John was going to take that was going to take the throne ball, and I had to watch what happened at third. Mm. And that's exactly what happened. And um, when the play occurred at third base, it was nothing more than instinct and experience. That's all it was. It's no time to think about it. It happened. I pointed, and I called out that interference, kept my hand up, and pointed. Dana at home plate saw it. And when the play went to the plate, um, you know, Dana... His part of the play calls timeout and says, obstruction at third base, we're going to score that run. Hmm. And um, it all worked the way it's supposed to. And, I mean, according to the rule book and everything. Sure. And it, and it was a cla- it's the classic obstruction at any base, whether it be first, second, or third. Right. And it was a classic uh, obstruction call. Because I can remember walking off the field and Joe Torrey standing there with a rule book in his hand. <laughs> Joe, Joe Torrey was our was our boss at the time. And he had a rule book in his hand. We walked in and I just kind of looked at him and he goes, you got it. You got it. One, you nailed it. One hundred percent. That must be a good feeling. I know that you oh, knew. That's a great feeling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great feeling. <laughs> well, well, and, and the thing about also, you had home plate for the for the final game. You were I, the thing. Obviously, I covered that series. And I remember, and a lot of people remember. Like, what are they doing? Keep pitching to David Ortiz. And I don't know if, like, from, from an from an umpire perspective, like you're you're worried about your job, but at the same time, you I don't know if you think what are they doing? Keep pitching to David Ortiz. Yeah, you know that whole series actually, and um, it was really kind of. You also look at the situations you're in and everything like that. And I agree with you. Uh, I pay attention that way also. And um, but in retrospect, you got to admire it. You got to admire admire (laughs) a little bit of going after him. You know what I mean? And not deflecting in any way. But um, that. That World Series game, um, I felt that one was probably my was probably my best performance as a as a plate umpire in a in a playoff game, and and I even mean my other playoff games and 
divisional ACL or LCSs and stuff. I, I just I felt really comfortable that night, and um, it just it was just one of those nights. And I was blessed to be able to. Uh, I think my experience of, of the years that I had kind of took over a little bit. It didn't. It didn't mean that um, the butterflies weren't still there because they were there. Sure. But I just kind of settled in, if that, if that makes sense. 